0: For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. Hello, Richard. How are you? Good, buddy. Today we're going to get into the newsroom. We're going to discuss the biggest disappointments and surprises of the 2015 season. We're going to get over to Chris's betting corner getting ready for the playoffs. And, of course, we're going to look ahead to the upcoming playoff games. James, it's our 30th podcast. 20 teams are out. There's 12 alive. Let's get over the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. Crappy Fitzpatrick turns up at the worst possible moment as the Buffalo Bills d- defeat the New York Jets 22 to 17, ruining the Jets' chance at the playoffs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We've been saying all year. I don't know if we. I'm not going to give you any credit for this. I've been saying all year kind that of been at him. some point he was going to hurt them. Unfortunately, it just happened to be in this game. He's been. He's had a really good season, but that is the best he can physically play Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's not going to get any better. So you have a top five receiver, another receiver in the top 10 in Eric Decker, a top five running back, top five corner, number three ranked defense, I might only, and you can't
1: make the playoffs. I just want to take a bit of a shot at Revis. He got lit up on the weekend. By he Sammy got, Watkins. He got destroyed.
2: I was, I think Sammy, just touching on Buffalo 12 quickly, catches. Sammy Watkins is starting the last six or seven weeks... He's starting to look the real deal for them. Uh, hopefully, he can continue that because he is in my fantasy team. And you know what, the Bills need some something good to come. If they can get that defense going, you know, like it should next season. Hopefully, Rex can jig a few things around. They'll, Rex, they'll move. Hey? Yeah, from Buffalo.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the Jets.
2: Jets, Stevens is already good. Yeah. What about Buffalo. Nah, Buffalo. I don't think the Jets will go backwards because I don't think they'll have a quarterback that plays as good as Fitzpatrick next season. And they'll struggle. Well,
1: they have to pay him. He's a free agent. Yeah, they shouldn't. What, do you go with
2: Gino? You try and draft someone. Fitzpat its the best Fitzpatrick can Fitzpatrick can play.
1: Yeah, we're going to pay him fifteen enough. million dollars. Well, uh, what's the third string? It's the kid from Baylor. I Can't think of his name. Uh Bryce um, Petty. That's him. He—he's uh, not ready. I don't think he is either. Real sad thing for the Jets though—going ten and six. They now join the uh, 2014 Eagles, the 2013 Cardinals, the 2012 Bears, 2010 Giants, and the 2010 Buccaneers, who've recently had 10 wins and failed to make the playoffs. 10's the magic number, it usually gets you in.
2: Yeah, and there's one every year that that does it, and then there's one that makes it with a losing record most of the time, or, or a 500 record, which we didn't have this year, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, while we're talking about the Jets missing the playoffs, the team that then took their spot is the Pittsburgh Steelers defeating the just embarrassingly bad organisation Browns to almost steal that sixth spot in the playoffs. What do you mean almost? They did steal it. Badly worded.
2: Yeah, either way. They got in there. They did what they had to do. Let's be honest, they shouldn't have lost last week to the Ravens. No. And, you know, I liked the Jets this season and, and don't get me wrong, but I'd much prefer to watch the Steelers play football in the playoffs uh, the Jets hopefully can get better. As I said, they need, they need a quarterback. But, yeah, the Steelers got the job done against a crummy Browns team with, oh, what's his name, Austin Davis starting at quarterback who should be out on the street for the rest of his career. Shouldn't have, he shouldn't have a career anymore. He's terrible. Uh, Browns have got – do you want to touch on the coach firing while we're here? And the GM. Yep. So they fired Ray Farmer two days before the mat, before the game, and they fired Mike Pettin immediately following the game. So Mike Pettin is out and they'll start the search for a new head coach so they can fire him in two years again. No one wants that job.
1: Why would you? They have no loyalty. Exactly. this is now six coaches in eight years. They
2: have no loyalty. No one no one wanted it when they got Mike
1: Pettin. He's the only one who took. it and he it. had other offers too. So he did No no, that was the last job that was. But he, 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 was he done. turned
2: down another team before he took it. Surprising, so. I wouldn't have. So, and that's the thing he, he he took a chance, and they have you know they've just let him down. That's my opinion, like you see what we'll get to you know Chuck Pagano, but stick with what with what's going like, give him his four years at least you you agreed to the contract, let him live it out. The biggest problem with that team hasn't been the coaching, it's been the goddamn drafting when Ray Farmer's gone now, you've had seven first round picks in four years. Get your shit together,
1: Browns. How much money do you reckon they're paying to fired coaches? Millions. It's got got to be 20-plus, doesn't it? Mike Holgren's probably still getting paid. Exactly. They're just (laughs) idiots. It's a badly run organization. But let's flip over the other side for the Steelers, who have made the playoffs. Now, D'Angelo Williams did not look good. He was in a a walking boot after the game. If he's not right to go, look, the Steelers' aerial attack as is as quick striking as any in the league. And before you know it, Brown could be in the back of the end zone. But if you've got no running game, we saw how they went without a running game at the end of last
2: season. Yep. And what the Bengals will do, who are a really good defense, mind you, very underrated defense, and their front four, especially get after the quarterback, they will just send them. If you're a defensive end and you know they're not running the ball, you tee off and it makes it very difficult for offensive linemen to block you. And remember, Pittsburgh don't have the strongest offensive line. So nope. I don't think that game is going to be, which we'll get to later, but I don't think that game is going to be a walk in the park for the Steelers. If D'Angelo Williams can't go, they'll be in real trouble. And he's he's day-to-day at the moment. So he, he might go, but it's not looking positive. If he's banged up, they won't risk it. Well, so. you kind of have to. Well, you put it's him no, in. No tomorrow if you lose. But what if he's not going to be effective, what's If the he point? can get you
1: to the next round, that's mm-hmm. the point. That's yeah, but, the point. But what
2: if he can't be effective? He can hurt the
1: team. Well, yeah, if he can hurt you. But if he can give you something, you may as well, may as well go for it. Yeah. While well, we're talking about the AFC, Cincinnati sewed up the third seed by defeating the Ravens 24-16, still without Andy Dalton.
2: Yeah. it's The Ravens are not a good football team, and they were still in this game for most of it. So, you know, Bengals' defense played really well, as they have all season, Fonte's perfect looks like he's back from his injuries he you know he's a bit cheap, God he can play yeah, yeah he's, he's good. such a good, good football player. player
1: look the Cincinnati have won twelve games for the first time since nineteen eighty eight which is when they won um when they made the Super Bowl unfortunately they lost and it's Marvin Lewis is owen six in the playoffs it's he has to win he has to get a win. Or he could find himself not oh, there next week.
2: Potentially, he's been around for a long
1: time. I mean, you know, he... you can't keep going out the first game you play at the playoffs. No,
2: and it, I'll feel bad for him if they lose with AJ McCarron, and this is the case, or with Andy Dalton not operating at a hundred percent.
1: Well, the cast is off, okay. but it's still his throwing hand. It so if be 100%. he can't grip the if he can't grip the football, you can't play him. No, you certainly can't. And I don't
2: think AJ McCarron can beat anyone, let alone the Steelers. If AJ McCarron playing quarterback will basically take the Steelers' biggest flaw, which is their pass defense, and make it a strength for them. So I'll be really interested to see what happens in that game. Uh, I, I hope the Bengals get up. I hope Andy Dalton can play, and I hope he plays really well. Because it's about time you know he he shot down the doubters.
1: Yeah, I, and I really hope he does as a as a Frog fan. Houston lock up. The pretty ordinary AFC South, thanks to a 30-6 to rout of the Jags. They put their cue in the rack a couple of weeks ago. Houston, though, actually put some points up, which was nice to see. Yeah, well, they had
2: Hoyer uh, back. They've
1: always, they always look better with Hoyer back.
2: DeAndre Hopkins is, oh, my God.
1: He's so good. <laughs> he just catches it's the ball in so the air uh,
2: every time it goes up. It was, it was incredible. He'd come off, he was emerging.
1: And yeah. hard knocks, he was one of the, the key features and at I the thought, start of the year. We, we
2: thought they were overplaying. We I were thought they were pumping was, him up a bit too much. Like, too. But obviously they knew from watching him how good he was. He was uh, he's been outstanding. But that offense can score against the Jags. Um they're, you know, they're gonna play a tougher team this week. Let's see how they go. Look, I'm I'm psyched there in the playoffs. I think it's been a long time coming. JJ Watt is just a different player with that cast off. Eight tackles, Four for loss, three sacks, a fumble recovery, and a forced fumble. He looked dominant. They could not block him. When he wasn't making tackles, other guys were because they were trying to get away from JJ Watt.
1: Well, he finished the year with seventeen and a half sacks, but for a change, the the rest of that he's not doing it on his own. No, yeah. There's more pieces around him. Well, he had twelve exactly,
2: and he's he's a real. Uh, utility. He plays middle linebacker and outside linebacker in the 3-4, which people don't realize that's a huge yeah, it's difference. it's do. It's not just, oh, he moved to a different linebacker spot. He can rush the passer, cover. He's a really good player. As I said, they didn't have Clanny this week. They rested him because he was a little bit banged up. If he gets going, oh, this team could really do some damage in the playoffs. That's my belief. Now, they'll need the offense to play well like they did today, but unfortunately for Houston, they do not get to play the Jags every week.
1: No, they do not. Miami shocked the Patriots to the tune of 20-10. to 10. It cost the Pats the number one seed. They fall to number two. Now, I don't know how much you saw of this game, James. Saw most of it. Did you see who they were giving the ball to for the entire first quarter? That corpse of a running back running around?
2: The Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen Jackson. He it was just, embarrassing. I don't... For a team that prides itself on making good personnel moves late in seasons, this is not one. Was the game plan just
1: to get out of there? Just run it? I think
2: Tom Brady got hit so many times that... And I don't think they were that concerned about having the number one seed because they probably don't think Denver are that good, if that makes sense. So they probably either thought Denver were going to lose or they'll lose in the playoffs before they get to play them anyway. So that's just kind of how it is. Uh... Miami played okay. They weren't special. And Dalek and Sue had a really good game. And if you look at him for the season, he's actually had a really good season for them. He always will. Yeah, Someone who's that
1: good yeah, is going to have a good year all the time.
2: You know, people can say, oh, he's not worth the money. But that's what you have to pay to get a guy like that in free agency. It's just... There's nobody like yeah, him. It's the nature of the beast. And it's just what it is. You want to you want to play free agency, that's what yeah. that's what you're paying.
1: You want to quickly talk about how disappointing Tannehill's been this year?
2: Do you know what? I went back... This is the absolute honest truth, Richard. I went back and watched a few Miami games. I watched two they lost and three they won on condensed on NFL Game Pass. He, They will still stick with him and they should because he has got some ability. They need to get the offensive line blocking for him and they need to get a, a coordinator in who knows how to utilize Lamar Miller. Now, it might be too little too late because Lamar Miller is a free agent. Yeah, he's gone. And he might end up going to somewhere that know how to use him, and that would be really disappointing for them to lose such a good playmaker like him because the games – I watched the game where he had 210 yards and two touchdowns at halftime, and they basically put him on ice because they were winning by so much against Houston, believe it or not. yeah. He When he is in the open field, he's good. I don't think Tannehill's been that disappointing. He's He's been okay.
1: He actually has. His career numbers have been – just about the worst of his year. His QBR, is the worst of his career. With QBR 43. is a crap stat. I don't think it's crap.
2: It's not accurate. What was Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' QBR? Is like sixty five this year.
1: It's. Oh, I'll have to double check. It. It's not that low. But even still, Tannehill's in the bottom third in every single category.
2: Not in yards.
1: He's. Oh, he's you can throw it around if you're not converting him or keeping it together. It just doesn't matter. I think he's had. They have to be disappointed in his output. How many this touchdowns year. has he thrown? Uh, let me grab it for you. I know he threw a lot of picks. Because that, that'd be that, that'd be interesting to see. I think he led the league in picks.
2: Look, I just don't think he's been Ven- that. I, I definitely think this is a prime example. You
1: still have to stick with him. Because do you think there's anything better out there? No, but I can still. You say he's get- had a disappointing season. Yeah,
2: yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he hasn't. He wasn't as good as he as he was last year. Certainly, but do you think you what are you going to go get Ryan Fitzpatrick and think he's going to no, be better? It's terrible. You have to stick with him. You have to ride your guns. They gave up a lot to draft him in the first round. Uh, He's a good athlete. I said they need to get a coordinator in. Remember, his coordinator got fired this season. So did his head coach. Everything changed on him. It's difficult to come back from that sometimes for a guy who only played one year of quarterback in college. He's pretty inexperienced.
1: 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 10 fumbles.
2: 10 fumbles. See... Quarterback fumbles—you need to look at them all yeah, because they're not don't always. Know who if if on. his left tackle gets beaten off the ball and he doesn't even see it, that's not really his fault. So it's, it's not. But that's not. If you just look at the touchdown interception ratio, there's a lot worse than that. Yeah. Either way, yes, he wasn't as good as he was last year, but I still think he's he's the future for Miami, and they have to build around him. And hopefully, they can get they can convince Lamar Miller by hiring a really
1: good head coach to come back and get get him involved. Speaking of Peyton Manning, as I did earlier, as I was going to, leads Denver past the charges after coming in after they bench Brock Osweiler. They get the win. In what was a crazy game, if they lost, they could have finished as the five seed, winning, they finish up as the number one seed and get the week off.
2: Yeah, and I had a big chip on my shoulder after this game to do with the American sports media.
1: They, they always love have Peyton to, Manning.
2: They love Peyton Manning, they and so do. do I. I think Peyton Manning is a really... He's probably the best passer of all time. I don't think he's the best quarterback of all time, but he's probably the best passer. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, no, I'm ai I don't know what you're talking about. Chris, do you know, understand what I'm saying?
0: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was hoping you'd play along. Well, well done, buddy. Uh, basically, what they did to Brock Osweiler was unfair. They made him out to be the villain. I watched that game. One of the picks bounced off a guy's hands that were at his numbers, then his head, and got intercepted. (laughs) Yeah, he got doinked. He then threw another interception where his left guard, who could not block Chris, hit him as he threw it, which made the ball fall 20 yards short to an easy pick. He had two two fumbles from the left tackle getting absolutely whiffing on his block and him getting lit up before he even has a chance to look at his first read. Wasn't his fault. Now, was Peyton Manning that spectacular when he came in? No, he wasn't. They all of a sudden, and I don't know whether it was him sparking them up or him making audibles at the line of scrimmage, because that's what everyone in America thinks it was. They could have just started to play better in the second half because they didn't want to lose. They started running the ball well. CJ Anderson and Ronnie Hillman got it done for them. Osweiler was not the villain. Whether Peyton Manning's better than him or not, we'll find out this week. But I'm kind of hoping Peyton is terrible and Denver lose to make up for it. Well, who's That's
1: gonna who's gonna start for him next week? Manning. Of yep. course they,
2: of course they will. It's just it's what the storylines are too great not to. Mm. Denver will make enough money off the media to the media circus to guarantee it. Uh, look, it, it, it is what it is. Um, can we just discuss the charges quickly? Probably going to LA.
1: Uh, well, they filed. They, yeah, they've filed for it. Re- along really with the Raiders
2: and Rams. Yeah, we didn't
1: have this in the rundown, but the Raiders, Rams, and Chargers all filed to move Which to is LA. N-
2: no shock there. No. Uh, if they go, yes. Do you reckon they rebuild? New coach? Maybe? Try no, they've, try.
1: they've told the coach he's staying. So he's staying. Maybe keep the quarterback, keep the same, just keep, keep it rolling. Well, as you said about Tannehill, if you if you're not getting rid of Tannehill, you're not getting rid of Rivers. What if you? Who else you going to go first
2: get? First round pick or something to help rebuild? Well, they don't is have that- the first round pick. <laughs> That team's pretty crummy. Nah. So, by the way, I was just interested to see what what you do going to a new new city. You kind of need to freshen up somehow.
1: You put LA at the front of your name and get on with it. (laughs) That's all you can do. (laughs) KC, pardon me, Kansas City lock up the five seed with a win over the Raiders.
2: Yeah, look, not much to discuss with this game. KC did what they needed to do. Raiders... I think, have got a bright future, and we discuss that a lot this season. We really like them. So Raiders fans, have a lot of have a lot of hope that you guys are going to be pretty good. You've got the key pieces, I think. I think Latavius Murray is a really underrated running back. Yeah, he definitely. Was, I think, 6th or 7th in the league for rushing this year. Had a really good year, 1,000-yard season. He's been outstanding. Probably shouldn't, He probably could – he might be a pro bowler on the alternate team when they start dropping out. Um, and then, you know, have some hope. But Kansas City took care of business like they needed to. Locked up the fifth seed, put pressure on Denver to win that game, otherwise they would have took they would have taken the division from them. Uh KC gonna be a tough out in the, in the playoffs. What did they won? Ten in a row?
1: Something like that.
2: I think it's nine in a row. I think they were one and five. Yeah. And finished up,
1: everyone everyone finished them. Us up ten and six. Yep. Us everyone included. thought they were useless. So, there we go. A couple of coaching changes. I'm just going to mix it up here. We've already talked about Petten getting fired. I want to jump down to 49ers. Jim Chomsula, given one year, got totally boned. That yeah. organization go get stuffed.
2: Disgusting. It honestly is. They treated him like a piece of garbage. They basically treated him like an interim head coach, hired a guy that they know they're not going to stick with, but you just can't do that to someone. Yeah, so um, wrong. And, and take hey, now all his they...
1: players left.
2: He's Nobody, a scapegoat.
1: No one wants that job.
2: Jed, Jed York, he's a real Jed. dick.
1: He's a jerk. Yeah,
2: no time for him. Uh, my, um, Tom Coughlin stepping down at the Giants. Yeah, this I, is the
1: one I wanted to finish on. You've been campaigning that he should be fired this year. Not and fired.
2: I've, I just think they should move on. I never thought he'd be fired. Yeah,
1: and I certainly thought that he probably would stand down. And knowing that organization, they would give him the opportunity to stand down, have him stand down rather than, than fire, fire him.
2: him. Interesting. He had his press conference today. Yeah, it was or good. Yesterday. Yeah, you, tell, you can tell a story. So... Eli Manning's in the back trying to hold himself together. himself. And you know what? A lot of the time I'd, you'd make fun of him and go, I don't know, what a, what a silk. But that's been his only coach in the NFL. Yeah. And they obviously have a really close bond. And Two Super Bowls. It's, I think that was kind of nice that Tom Coggle, you know, that he was that – you know, sad. And then Tom Connelly he, he talks and he throws a few shots at the Giants organization, backhanded shots during his speech. At the end, he says to turns to Eli Manning and looks at him and says, "Eli, this wasn't your fault. I know you're blaming yourself because you told me, but remember, we win together and we lose together. It's always been our way." Basically, dropped the mic and walked off. Looked like a scene from a movie. As he walks off the stage, this is when it gets it gets frisky, Richard. Is it Jim Mara, I think it is? I think it's, it's Mara anyway, the owner. Multi-billionaire owner of the New York Giants They're all multi-billionaires, <laughs> mate. You can't have an NFL team without him. Stands it. up with a real embracing body language and sticks out his hand to Tom Coughlin, who proceeds to walk directly past him, not even look him in the eyes, and snubbed him in front of all the media, basically saying, F you Mara, F you Giants. Uh, and that you know what it kind of made me wish maybe they shouldn't have fired him if the players mean that much to him and you know obviously he means that much to the players or certainly Eli Manning he does. Do you think he'll take another job? He said he wants to.
1: There's plenty out there. I oh, I could see him getting a head coaching job. Oh, could he go to Philly? Stay in division?
2: Yep. Could he go to Philly? Could he go to Miami?
1: Uh, I wouldn't want that Miami job.
2: But he's a he's a hard ass that players seem to love. That could work in Miami.
1: I think he's changed a lot. You've seen the football life on him, where he used to be. If you were five minutes early to the meeting, you were ten minutes late. Yeah, all, he used all to that be like that. He's from a very uh, military family. Yeah. Um. But he he found a. It was really he credits Strahan with it a lot, who sort of turned him around to say, "Hey, you can have your discipline, but you don't have to be a dick about it." Yeah. And he's. Changed a lot, and I think. And he's a very well respected years. coach. I, I think he's a really good coach. Yeah,
2: so I wouldn't be surprised if he moved. I definitely think the Giants, you know, it made me sad that after watching it, but it's probably the right move. They need to move on at some point. He's not going to be there forever. Uh, can we just quickly touch on Chuck Pagano real quick? Yep. Went in basically to what we thought get fired, and for once an organization makes the right move, they re sign him, they re sign the GM who were feuding, said basically sort it out. We're not throwing we're not throwing the baby out with the bath water here. And apparently the the owner had called Andrew Luck and a few other players that day saying if if this if this gets violent not violent, you know what I mean, yeah, if this gets yeah. hostile, will you jump in for Pagano or the jam? And every one of them said, Please do not fire Pagano. So he is a very well revered coach. I think they made a really good move. Apparently, it was a 10-hour meeting. 10-hour meeting because they hate each other. Yeah. Because Chuck Pagano said, when I tell you what positions I need, can you please draft them? Yeah, so getting more receivers. When I tell you, receivers. get me an O-lineman, <laughs> don't draft me Philip Dorsett in the first round, you moron. So basically, I think the owner said, hey, uh, GM, I think you either better get on board
1: with us or we'll find or a new GM go. because
2: Chuck's done better than the GM has.
1: Certainly has. Come up next, we're going to take a look at the biggest disappointments and surprises of the 2015 season. We're going to start with the biggest disappointments of the season. James, who have you got for me? I have the Indianapolis Colts. Agreed. We just talked about them.
2: Look, the most disappointing thing was Andrew Luck's play before he got injured. They, you know, they they went six and three with backups, so he actually, you know, it sounds harsh, but he kind of cost him the season, Andrew Luck.
1: Do you think he was injured from the start? Yes, I think yes, there was so something like because he just didn't he look. He didn't fresh. look right at all,
2: and you know, we both had him. You had him for MVP, and I, I had him winning the division <laughs> and competing in the AFC Championship game. I think so. I did it was a well. bit disappointing, but the signings they made. You know, they go and sign Frank Gore, uh, who was pedestrian. That's probably a But you know way of what they saying.
1: were they made moves like they were a team who thought they were at the mountaintop Yeah, but but just needed to be kicked over. So you bring in a couple of vets yeah. thinking you're going to get kicked over and they were wrong. Yeah, And Andre Johnson was terrible.
2: Yeah. He, he should yep. retire.
1: As, as a Richmond fan, I remember when we did it after you know the Tigers made the um, preliminary final or what have you with Plough, they add a couple of veterans thinking we're almost here. But they weren't really, yeah, and, and, and they fell apart.
2: They got, and I think they probably thought they were there, which hurt them. They probably thought they were a bit better. Have you got your first disappointment?
1: I do. Mine's the Philly Eagles. Yeah, I think most people had them winning the division. A handful probably had the Cowboys winning the division. No one had the. Not Redskins not it, we're, the Redskins would tip to fire their coach and yep. not even
2: make not even win three or four games. Yeah, so
1: that, I, I think. Philly have just been a huge disappointment. I know they're often the, the pre-season type team. Bad moves in the off-season. I really thought that Chip had control of the group. He got rid of the people who weren't on board, and I thought they were going to turn it around, and I could not have been more wrong.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the Sam Bradford hasn't really worked out, but they probably need to bring him back as I said, there's not a lot better out there. Do? And you probably get him for a reasonably good price because... I think like he they offered him a contract during the season, mm.
1: um, and he turned it down. He, he backed himself, which I can kind of respect. Didn't work out for him, but oh, you pay him less now. Yeah. just real quick. Where do you think Chip ends up? He'll coach next year. Where I, do you think he goes? I I hope he goes to Tennessee. I think he'll go. Do you to know, Tennessee
2: what? I always too. liked Chip Kelly at at Oregon. Oregon. Loved him. When he went to Philly, I didn't dislike him at first, but when he started making these moves in the offseason, trading away talented players, that's when he lost me. Hopefully he goes to Tennessee, learns from his mistakes. I think he's learned a lot. Yeah, and he'll get a pretty good quarterback to work with over there. Mariota, it's a good good fit. Uh, My next disappointment is my own Dallas Cowboys. Um, Obviously, the big disappointment comes with Tony Romo getting hurt.
1: Um, Were you you amazed at how bad... Bad the backup situation was there. I I don't think I was amazed
2: I never thought Brandon Whedon was good. And I guess I just you always take for granted, oh Romo won't get hurt. And you just don't think it's gonna happen, and then when it does, then you
1: struggle and yeah. well, what surprised me is Cassell was worse. Uh, agreed. I would have thought that a competent backup with that running game and that team. What actually honestly surprised me early after Roma got hurt, was the defense. Defense was, was, I think, 10th in the league. So top, they were top, top 10 defense.
2: Sean Lee was amazing. Like, yeah, he had I, a great season. I, he should not be in the Pro Bowl. I ho- hope he gets alternate in that because he had a amazing season. Missed the last game of the season, which cost him $2.5 million on his mm. contract.
1: Don't worry, he'll get it. Which
2: he, he they actually said to him, you can suit up if you want. And he went, no, I'm not going to hurt my team. Put a player in that can play. That's a guy who, th- and his quote was, there's bigger things than money. And he's he's earned enough. He doesn't need it.
1: Trust me. Jerry looks after him. He'll get it. He'll be okay. Uh,
2: Overall, disappointing season. Des Bryant was banged up after the first game. I watched that first game when they came back and beat the Giants. Then they go into Philly and beat them week two. And that's when Roma gets hurt. He comes back. They cream Miami and you think, all right, maybe they can get it going. And then Roma gets hurt again. If he didn't get hurt again, I think we had a real chance to win the division. Um, but we didn't, unfortunately, and Des Bryant was banged up all season. So
1: when I saw him against uh, the Patriots, yeah, they looked inept on yeah, both on sides offense. of the ball. Yeah, even, even their D didn't look that good that day.
2: I'm interested to see what they what they do with Greg Hardy. Um, we'll get to that in our end of season reviews for the teams. But you know, on the bright side, they get a top four pick and they get Romo back next season, so they can add a lot to that. And the offensive line. Absolutely outstanding yeah, season they're, they're because great they just gave Darren McFadden a thousand yard season, eleven yeah, hundred yards. We all said he
1: couldn't outbeat a watermelon. exactly,
2: and he got way more
1: than Demarco Murray. Should have stayed Murray. Certainly should have. My next one is the Saints. I had them winning the South. I'm, I'm honestly shocked they were that bad.
2: I never thought they were good. And remember in the preseason, I I had Atlanta, who God, I thought they were going to do it at some what a point, mirage. and it was somewhat what a disappointing. Mirage. Come the end of the season, but yeah, the Saints were terrible. Their defense is disgusting. Brandon Browner is the worst cornerback, maybe the worst so is the football other one. player. Oh, Dolvin Bro, he, he, he's they're the a young most guy. penalized
1: two corners yeah. in
2: the league. He's a young guy. He has potential to get
1: better. Browner won't. He's just collecting no. paychecks now. Get rid of him. I don't know what. Just quickly, I don't know what that organization going to do. They're already shopping Peyton. Yeah, they're around, trying to get a trade for Peyton. Saying, give us a, a second round pick. You can have him. Breeze, if handful. Brie, they left. have to have a pay cut. Someone breeze. has to say stay. Someone has to be the face of an organization. They can't both go because they'll go back to the Saints with the fans with the paper bag on their head. Do you know how much and and Breeze go is going
2: to is going to count to the to the salary cap yeah, next got,
1: season? I'm with you. You got to work it
2: out. Twenty eight million. You can't let them both go. Oh, and then you've got bloody Junior galette taken up, costing him well. nineteen million because there's a insane. there's a cut penalty on top of it. So it's going to be like twenty one million. You're going to have $50 million in, your, in two players, one being quarterback, who's Drew Brees, and then one in a guy that doesn't even play for you anymore. Just haven't made good good, no. offices, good roster moves. My last one, my last appointment, Nick Foles and the St. Louis Rams. They're, they go hand in hand, mainly the St. Louis Rams offense because the defense was probably what we thought it was going to be. Aaron yeah. Donald was incredible. Nick Foles got traded there. He had a, he had a really good season in Philly, then an, an average season where he was hurt. By the end of the season... K- Case Keenum was starting for him. They re-signed him after week two. Oh, they did too. <laughs> what was that contract worth? I don't know, but it was it was not a crappy contract because you wouldn't he wouldn't have signed it. Um he made the smart move, unlike Bradford, took took the money and he's gonna reap the benefits. But I don't know what that team does because he's under contract. Do you do you give him one more chance and see what how he goes? Are, what pick are they gonna have? Well, oh, they it'll, went be middle, it'll be middle. Seven and nine, seven so nine. around 12, 13, something like what they have last year. But they need to add a, a talented offensive player. They got Todd Gurley. Their O line needs to get a bit better, but I think they can do that. Um, that's yeah. They were just really, that offense was incredibly disappointing. Other than uh, Austin, he had a really good season. Richard, what was your first surprise?
1: Look, my first surprise is Andy Dalton. Yep, I didn't think. I thought he'd be, I think he'd be. I thought he'd be Andy Dalton. He'd be middle of the pack. He'd be okay. He wouldn't Certainly kill you. He wasn't. wouldn't win it for you. He was fantastic until he got hurt. He was hurt.
2: MVP candidate when he got hurt. Absolutely. He was up there. Uh, outstanding season for him. A guy, who, a lot of people don't like him. And I think we made this uh, comparison earlier he in the win season. In the playoffs. He's kind of the new Romo. He's got red hair. It's, oh, well, doesn't help all, either. <laughs> We all dislike redheads. We can, you know, it's a horrible gene. Um, but yeah, I, he's kind of the new Romo. Everyone hates him for no real reason because he, you know, he's had a couple of he's bad games in playoff the games, That's all it is. And the team hasn't been great in those games either. But I, I really enjoyed rooting for him, much like I like rooting for Tony Romo. Good luck to him. I hope he can get a win this week if he plays. I really do because I wouldn't hate for him to lose because he's banged up and then him cop it all again because it's not fair.
1: Agreed. Who's your next surprise? Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers.
2: We didn't, none of us, we didn't have him in the playoffs. Nah. Me and and big old Matty Mackay, we didn't have him in the playoffs at all. I gave them no chance. I thought they were terrible. Me too. Cam Newton is annoying as all hell, but
1: he can play football and that's the main thing he needs to do. Do you see him after he beat the Bucks, and he, he's running around the stadium and, and, I fell. and he tried to rip? A Buccaneers jersey oh, off a fan. And he tripped <laughs> He went down like a sack of potatoes. The only thing that would and then have he got bro- up and
2: kept going like yeah. nothing happened. I will say he's a good sport. Yeah, he broke He's a good. He's a good sport. I'll give him that. He, he laughed it off, <laughs> and it, everyone said, "Oh, you know, taking the jersey." He actually returned the jersey back to that guy and gave him a signed Carolina Panthers jersey with the message. Thinking of swapping on it, yeah.
1: So he's not a complete arsehole. And-, and he bought that guy a sign as well. Yeah. And he always does it, you know. He, he protects his home field. whatever. And he one cares. thing I
2: love about them is that they do. Which it, people think it's gimmicky in that I don't. Every time they score a touchdown, they give a ball to it to a kid. Yeah, they give the touchdown ball every single to a kid. Time. Every time. I remember when Devin Funcher scored his first touchdown in the NFL. He wanted to keep he it. He was going off, and Cam Newton went, "No, nope, that's our give thing. It up. Gave it to a kid. The kid subsequently gave it back to him for nothing. Uh, Funches gave him a bag of goodies, and in that bag of goodies was a nice little check for him, which I thought was pretty classy back to him, because he didn't ask for money. He just said, no, no the it's your kid said football. you can have it
1: back. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was to the tune of a lot, too. Yeah. Um, look, my next surprise, I'm going to take my homer pick now, Doug Martin. Yeah. F- Incredible season. The
2: like, muscle hamster was back. and con- Contract year. Good to watch, too. I think... Their arms twisted. They have to re-sign him. Hundred percent. He's because he is not just a. a There's only a in the thousand pan. yard backs going around. No, and his his rookie year was outstanding. He f- fought injuries his next two years. Yep. Everyone thought healthy he was gone, this year. But, but maybe he just wasn't healthy. Maybe that's the bottom line. Because I tell you what, he looked bloody awesome this year. Yeah, with he's great. With a
1: crummy O line as well. That O line's nothing well, that, special. That's the. Uh, <laughs> I read an article about. Uh, the teams have a top ten pick, and Bucks are going to have nine. Yep. And saying, you know, what their needs are. O-line. It was literally every position. <laughs> I guess it went O-line, D-line, right away. It was everywhere. Oh, but
2: D-line, they've got Gerald McCoy, Vonda yeah. David. Got a yeah, couple he plays a couple linebacker, A couple of young mate. defensive ends. Yeah. I, I'd Look, go O-line for them. I'd go if O-line too. you've got Doug Martin and James Winston, start protecting yeah. him. You've got that, Mike Evans, who... They need corners. We Danny all know how much I love him. safety
1: everything. Anyway, who have you got next? Kirk
2: Cousins. Yeah. Shocked the hell out of me. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't even think he was going to start. We <laughs> thought either fired. Colt McCoy or uh, RG three. Bobby Three Sticks was going to start. <laughs> uh, he had a good year. He did break the Washington Redskins' single season passing yards record with about four thousand one hundred yards, which. He's just disgustingly pedestrian, but congratulations to him. He's going to get a good contract in the off season. I think we discussed probably four or five weeks ago what they do with him. You, I think you sign into to a long term deal around yeah, there, somewhere between fifteen and eighteen million. That's a good deal for both of them, similar to an Andy Dalton contract. Make it you know team friendly. Yeah, He'd be the kind of guy that would take that because he knows he's not going to get better elsewhere.
1: Well, there's not much else out there except for maybe Kaepernick. So yeah, and if he goes to free
2: agency, him. does he want to end up at the Browns? No, stay with the Redskins. Yeah, because that's they, where the big money
1: will be. They, they might have an all right future. All uh, right, lucky last. We both had this guy down, DeAndre Hopkins. I judge him too. Incredible season.
2: Yeah, um, solidified himself. There's so many good receivers. I'm not going to start talking about top five anymore. I'm going to start talking about top ten receivers because I think you've it probably goes got, so deep. You've got three on the field for every team the majority of the time. I think the top tens are pretty fair. He is certainly a top ten receiver.
1: Oh, Absolutely. He's had an amazing year. I saw him take a screamer of a catch live in person. Yep. He does a couple of dumb things from time to time. Draws the odd dumb penalty. Because he's. it's like to the
2: Des Bryant rule. He's compa- he's passionate. He wants to win.
1: Yeah. You, you'll take that, then some guy doesn't care. He just needs to be a little more careful, then he'll be the complete receiver. Yeah,
2: superstar. Plays the ball in the air better than anyone else in the league.
1: Fantastic. We're coming up to Chris's betting corner, the playoff edition.
0: Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table...
2: And you are the
0: sucker. Boys, this is my favorite time of the week because I get to crawl out of my basement and actually see some light and speak to you guys. We missed
2: it last week. I was pretty
0: sad. I was waiting for it. I was waiting and you kept the door locked and you didn't let me come out. All right, calm
2: down. Let's get it going. We've got more to talk about afterwards. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) take my time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... It's the end of the season. We've still got a couple of weeks left of playoffs and all that sort of stuff. We'll just have a quick update. We're not going to play any audio today because, like you do say, as we've got plenty of other stuff to talk about. But just giving an update on your totals for the week. James, you're currently on 22,766.
2: Got my uh, St. Louis Rams bet a couple of weeks ago. That was pretty pretty sweet.
0: Richie, you're a little bit behind, 9,738. <laughs> but a couple of that thousand is tied up in future bets as well. So it certainly is. And if you're betting with me, hit, it's still 4,000 up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you hit, but if though, you're betting
2: with me, you're seventeen thousand up. Which it's you, only slightly better. If you bet with change.
0: either, then you're an idiot. To be honest, no one should follow you guys. To be honest, Just I really don't even quick, know what the line is. Really quickly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really quickly,
1: I can see every single home team losing this week.
0: So Pale, parlay, parlay, pale.
1: Do it. Yeah, I'm going oh, to
0: no. do it. All right,
2: Richie. Can we have Richie's first? You, you ask him. It's, it's your, it's your segment.
0: Hey, Richie. Yes, mate. Can I hear your first bet for this week,
1: please? I am taking every single away team. It. That He's is the Packers, it. Seahawks, Steelers, and Chiefs. When you put them all together, it's paying six dollars oh. and ninety six cents. Really? They're all the favourites okay. on the road. <laughs> That's not much. Yeah. But oh, still, I'm disappointed now. I need all four to happen. Hey, Rich. It's, it's still a good bet. You're going to put five grand on it. Uh no He's got thousand? nine Put nine take, go, take, go a, a thousand. take a zero off I'll have 500 on it
2: No Let's make a minimum Bet's a thousand For playoffs
0: no, Come this on Just
1: make a rule this isn't Come like on Because you're, you're ahead Come
0: on Cardo this I'll do it if you do it This isn't blinds In a round of poker mate. Yeah. 500
2: Alright sucker Well I'm going to Disagree with you And I'm going to bet On the Bengals To beat the Pittsburgh Steelers At $2.27 I'll have $1,000 Chris There we go Because I don't Muck around <laughs> Don't you I do sometimes. <laughs> Most <laughs> of the time, All I All the time.
1: People should be in here before we start recording this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Broken chairs. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Okay. I'm going to the Green Bay Packers. No, you're not. And the Are you mucking around Redskins again? game. I'm going to bet that there will be overtime. That's paying $6. You can
0: bet on whether it goes that into this overtime? game
1: goes into overtime. I have $500 this game goes to overtime. So
0: that's different. That's that's off Broadway a little bit. I like it. I like that bet. You're an idiot, Richard. Thanks, mate. I
2: I've only got two bets this week. I just want to keep it short and sweet. Okay. I have it's a parlay because as the rules dictate the dictate, they dictate they I need dictate. to you're a dictator. <laughs> I need to I need to do a parlay. I have Spencer Ware who is the Kansas City Chiefs running back okay. to score the first touchdown in that game. Mm-hmm. and I have that parlayed into Washington to beat the Green Bay Packers. All that turns handsomely into the odds of $19.60, oh. and I will have $1,000 on it because I'm no <laughs> <laughs> You
0: might have
1: to beat that. That's the fourth beep I have to put in today, guys. What's going on? I'm mucking around. It's Sorry, t- mate.
0: Clearly a lot of mucking around. I- I'm
1: done. I'm only having two because I've got three teams live on my Super Bowl bet, and I expect them all to get through yeah I can't wait
2: till we get to the Super Bowl and I just put all my money on one team
1: I look forward to it it'll be fun look you
0: guys to need to clean out your mouth as well as it's, you move on to you're the just, just, poop, just
1: poop came out your mouth Ron <laughs> sorry Mum. all right get over to the playoff preview there's only the four games two Saturday two Sunday Australian time they'll come in on Sunday and Monday we'll look at the Saturday US time games first it's Chiefs at Texans followed up by Steelers at Bengals. I think the Chiefs
2: will win that game. I I think Houston are okay. Unless JJ Watt and Clowney and that defense can just completely take over the game I just think Kansas City are deep in a lot of areas. They've got really good receivers. Jeremy Macklin could have been a surprise for the year as well because everyone thought he'd struggle. Um, Had a really good season. Alex Smith has had a really good season too. As much as you dislike him, hate him, have you turned around on him a bit, or you still still feel the same? Hate the like. That's what I like about you. When you hate someone. You hate him. Yeah, You're not it. like me that just flirts with hate and love <laughs> <laughs> over the space of ten minutes. Um, look, I think I don't think Houston have the firepower. I think their running game is really good. Their defense is good. Hopefully, they can get Justin Houston back because that's an interesting thing. But we'll see what happens.
1: The key to this game is that defense getting to the quarterback. To Alex, I don't, Smith. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Houston I don't want to mention his name. <laughs> that's the key for this game. If they can ruin him, because halfway through the year, they just changed their philosophy and started throwing deep all the time, which he will not do. They must have a cattle prod or something, and they just zap him with it constantly because he <laughs> never throws it deep. Mate. If they can get to him and they can take that away, I reckon that's the Texans' only chance. Yeah, I agree. And the
2: next AFC game you mentioned was the Pittsburgh Steelers at the who, – who are they? The
1: Cincinnati who? They're playing Cincinnati. They're What's the professional team from that city. What is their
2: name? Like they're...
1: they're the Bengals. Oh, I... It's boring now. <laughs> it's not even
2: fun anymore. Uh, ruined. Look, you ruin everything. I... Sorry,
1: guys. I... My
2: head says Pittsburgh, but my heart, Richie, it's telling me Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals.
1: <laughs> if it's AJ, this game's wide open. I've never seen the AFC so open. If
2: it's Andy Dalton, you mean it's wide open?
1: No, if it's AJ McCarron.
2: Oh, If it's Andy Dalton, I think um, Bengals will win pretty comfortably.
1: If he can throw. If they just put him in there and he's not right, they can obviously still go down.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just looking pretty surprised. I'm looking at the stats. Ben Roethlisberger played four more games than Andy Dalton this season. Ben Roethlisberger had just under 4,000 yards, 21 touchdowns. Andy Dalton, thirty-two fifty yards and 25 touchdowns in four less games. People were talking about Roethlisberger being the best quarterback in the league at some point in this season. It really hasn't. It just shows how good Andy Dalton was actually playing. Uh, look, it's all going to come down to me. The Cincinnati Bengals can get their running game going. AJ McCarron or Andy Dalton, whoever they've got, they need to get the running game going, get Jer Bernard in space, whatever they've got to do. That's going to be the key to the
1: game. Surprise surprised the two AFCs are one day and the NFC's the other. They normally split that. Yeah, they do
2: normally. I thought yeah. that was strange too. Yeah,
1: I just thought you made a mistake, but you're right. Um, Seahawks are Vikings. I think the Seahawks are red hot.
2: I sorry Vikings. Um, I think the Seahawks are just going to come in and demoralize them. Uh, Look, Vikings might hang around for a half or so, but when when if if Seattle want to win this game, if they come in ready to go, which let's be honest, they've played in the last two Super Bowls, they know how to do it. If they come in ready to go, I don't think Minnesota can come close to stopping them. Teddy Bridgewater, if they, they have, if they rely on him to throw the ball against that defense, he'll he'll really struggle. Just say it's the third, sorry, fourth straight season, Seattle's defense and offense have both finished in the top 10. Pretty impressive.
0: Yeah.
1: Green Bay and Washington, I actually think this could well be the game of the weekend.
2: I think the Redskins will win this. Packers are playing awful. Redskins are a very good team at home. They're on a run. They're, they're all fired up over Kirk Cousins breaking some records. They finally have a quarterback after years of not having one. Their defense is... It's all sorts of frisky. Like their D line is yeah, it's playing well. Probably in the top five for this for the season. They've been really good. Uh I just can't see Green Bay scoring a hell of a lot against them just purely from the way they're playing. As I said, it is Aaron Rodgers though. And that's, if, if he comes out and plays well, they that's can That's what win I was going to say. The
1: points. biggest difference between these two teams is the Packers have got Rodgers who can pick an entire team up, put it on his back and say, Let's go.
2: I call that Chris jutting it. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Call whatever you want, but he's that's the difference between these two teams. Yeah, agreed. And I think it'll be a good game. Though. He could get up. As I said, Do you know what I think, I think it'll think be. Down it'll down the be?
2: The I think there's only two scenarios this goes, and people are going to go, "Oh yeah, Washington win or page or Packers win." No, I think it'll either be a really close game, game? or a blowout. No, it will be a really close oh, game, okay. and and Redskins win, or Packers will go in and just wipe the floor with them and just you know reestablish themselves as the top team.
1: Interesting. Really quick, the week after, the Patriots got the week off, the Cardinals have got the week off, the Panthers have got the week off, and the Broncos have got the week off. All those games are set for next week. Their yep, opponents the aren't. Opponent. Um, so as soon as the, these games start ending, we'll know who they play. They don't normally do that, I've noticed, the last couple of years. You know who's got the week off, but not the time slots. Yeah, it's So odd. that's changed a little bit. Well, I think they're,
2: they're doing it now so they can give because uh, so, basically if, if a team upsets and wins, you can't then just change the schedule on them. Basically, they know when they're playing next week so you can prepare better. You Because know, remember, Seattle Seahawks three years ago got screwed having to go to Atlanta and play basically Seattle time at 8 a.m. kickoff or something five days after playing their playoff game. So they've done that to avoid scenarios like that
1: happening. Yeah, which is what they should do. But that being said, if they have to go to Panthers... It's a one-kick Eastern, so it'll be that 10 a.m. kick for them. If
2: you were Seattle, who would you prefer to play? Panthers
1: Cardinals, or Cardinals? You play, you know, Cardinals. You play them twice a year. And you beat them. you got them. a much better feel for it. And the last one they
2: played them, the game was close. It was the Cardinals took it out at the end, and they wiped the floor with them last yeah. week.
1: I'm not saying the Panthers are necessarily a better team. I'm saying if I'm Seattle, I want to play the cards because I play them twice a year. I know I'm much better. Yeah. Well, now, they know me better too, but I'd rather play Carolina
2: aren't a better team. I think, As I said, we've said all year... Arizona are the most complete team in the league. Now it's time to see what they're made of in the playoffs. They've lost Tyron Matthew, which which hurts, but let's see what happens. Seattle are second on, in, on my mind, though. It's Arizona, Seattle, Carolina. They're the top three teams in the NFC.
1: Yep, it's going to be a really exciting playoffs. As I said, I've never seen them more open. Anyone could take this out. There's injured quarterbacks. There's all sorts of things happening. I think it's going to be a fantastic playoff season. I hope you'll enjoy it. Turn your TV on Sunday morning so we're going to get the whole thing. Thanks, and are down. Are
2: we going to be on? I believe we'll be on SEN on Sunday. We've had a couple of half-hour stints the last few weeks. Our man, the man behind the glass, Christaki, you've done just a great the job. job. Done. You just you just really look after do. us. Also, Brett Phillips has become. He's
1: been fantastic. I think
2: he, he likes us. Uh, I really think he, he's our friend. I'm friends with him on Twitter. <laughs> Um, that's. Basi- not Facebook official yet though? No, not yet. That's when we become best friends because I only have three Facebook <laughs> friends and you're two of them and one's my mum. Be- be-
1: <laughs> I was going to do a joke, but that's funny. We're going to finish on that. Thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at jatha6594. You can't find him on Facebook because he won't be your friend. You can follow me at richard03. Until next week, for James Arthur, for our producer, Chris Tyler, I'm Richard Garay. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the playoffs.
0: For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around
2: SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on
0: Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.